welcome to The Divine Style with Jalinda Stella, personal stylist and spiritual mentor, and Alison Maiden, psychic medium and metaphysical teacher. Each episode, we share spiritual lessons to cultivate self-love and self-expression so you can become the best version of you. Today, we are talking about near-death experiences. Yeah, yeah. From people that have spoken to us about their near-death experiences, so yes. first-hand knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I've got a very close friend of mine that had an incredible near-death experience. She's actually written about it. She's a uh, metaphysician, so she's oh. written about it in a thesis, and she experienced um, some incredible healing mm. through um, the time she got very, very ill and was in hospital and was was blacking out in and out of consciousness and was taken to an incredible place she called the magenta sea mm. and she was bathed in this sea and was told that she needed to come back that her work was not done wow that's very profound it was very profound yeah, yeah really amazing. amazing to read to read her story I've, I've always been so fascinated by this because a lot of the famous um, mediums and psychics um, were kind of awakened by a near-death experience. Yes, I've heard that. Not me. No, not me. <laughs> <laughs> always been there. But, yeah, I mean, the um, I was reading about um, the uh, Balkan, famous Balkan um, seer, She's, she was known as the Balkan um, Nostradamus of her time. She died back in 1984. But she predicted um, a lot of things. That She predicted 9-11. She predicted the Ukraine war that's going on at the moment. Wow. She's, she's predicted lots of things. Um, Barbara Vega, I think her name was. Oh, I have heard of her, yeah. yes. So, um, But she went into a cyclone when she was a child and came out blind, like physically blind, no eyes. Um, and since that time she was then able to use her third eye to be able to see everything and then she was you know, deeply prophetic and she would be able to have um, visions of things that were coming up so it was after her near-death experience that she became very very psychic Wow uh, and there was a few others a very famous um, Australian medium as well um, that uh, said the same thing he'd actually hit his head and nearly drown and pulled out of the water and then after that he he actually started to get psychic visions so i think it does sort of somehow once you've been across the bridge um it connects you in it connects you in there and um there's been many times where people have said they've had that feeling of um you know contentment and love and peace all the way back through their life wow uh, after they've come back from a near-death experience and they've lost the fear. They've lost the fear yes. of dying. Everyone that I've spoken to that's had that experience has said that, that they're not afraid anymore of death at all. In fact, they look forward to being able to go back there mm. to where they've been. Yes, but you can't just jump ship. No. Because then no. you could end up somewhere you don't want to be. <laughs> but, you know, there's uh, there's a lot to be said for these near-death experiences, I think, in the greater scheme of things in, in your life path and on the karmic path that you're on. Um, when we were discussing earlier in a different podcast how when your number's up, it's up, you know, are there actually um, windows of opportunity um, that come up in your life where you could pass but indeed you don't or 
that you shouldn't pass but even though the window is there you know it gives you that sort of like brush with with death um, that then awakens things within you that ordinarily would maybe be dormant like psychic awareness and psychic abilities and people have written books after this as well that they've said that I, I feel like it's um it was it is it Neil Donaldson, the, the gentleman that wrote um, Conversations with God? Mm. And he said that this happened, that he, he came back and he was told he just had to write all of this stuff out. Yeah. That I, I think there's been several, actually. And I, one that comes to mind, which actually changed my path and also the path of one of my children. Um, his name is Danny Brinkley. I've spoken about him before. Um, and he wrote um, a book called Saved by the Light, uh, and he's still alive to this day, although I don't know how, because this man was struck by lightning. Wow. While he was on the phone. He was on a phone call, and it was a bad storm, and the, the, the phone was actually struck by lightning, and it was so powerful that he, the bottom of his feet were burned into the carpet, and he was thrown like six meters in the air and of course you know it had gone so straight through his body i don't know if you know how lightning works but it basically will go it'll earth itself so wherever your feet are the lightning will go through your body in fact it's the same with any electricity um if you hang on to something it's not going to just burn your hand it'll go all the way through to where the point is that it's earthing because usually feet so mm. it burns through the body so it went through his heart stopped his heart but also damaged his heart so badly and the burn was all the way through his body his wife at the time was a nurse and she resuscitated him until the ambulance got there but then he was actually resuscitated for over an hour and a half because he was a young fit marine wow. at that time um, and he was resuscitated and then he said he had a memory later on of course after he'd come back he had memory of floating above his body and actually looking at them working on him and thinking that it was a waste of time, right? Because he knew that, that his body was so badly damaged. And he went into the spirit world. He went down the tunnel, because they all talk about this tunnel of light. He went down the tunnel and he found himself in a very loving and beautiful place. And um, he had... He doesn't talk about meeting up with loved ones that have passed... But a lot of people do. A lot of people talk about having people there that they recognise, that make them feel comfortable. Um, if they're very religious, some people have talked about meeting up with Jesus or who they deem to be God. Um, other people will talk about Buddha or whatever their belief system is. And I, my belief on this one is that, yes, you could well and truly meet up with these deities, but we are just pure light at the end of the day. So whatever form it takes that makes you feel comfortable, yes. it will take, you know. But he spoke of these beings of light and a lot of people talk about the beings of light when they go through this process. Um, and then he was shown on what he described as movie screens images of things that were going to happen on the earth. And they, they told him that he had to go back and make a difference, that he had to go back and tell people what was coming up, and um, which he did incredible and he wrote this amazing book called Save by the light do yourselves a favor and go and read that book because it's really quite incredible and he he died several times after that again um during several heart attacks because his heart was so badly oh. damaged but every time he went back in spirit well, they gave him more information then sent him back <laughs> wow so he didn't get to stay <laughs> 
uh, he ended up marrying a lady um, who had also had near-death experience and she had a group of, of people that had the near-death experiences and they were doing this support group and he ended up talking there and, and they got together and they got married. So Beautiful. And a lot of people call them now NDEs. It's it, becoming yeah, a lot more popular and a lot is. more easy to talk about in, in general conversation, which is fantastic. I remember years ago watching a show and there was a, a lady that had said that she she had had this near-death experience and she was talking about the flowers almost like she could taste them but she could hear mm. them all at the same time so all of these senses that she was experiencing and it sounded like such an incredible story and such an incredible place to want to visit uh, and I guess that's what brings us to this uh, conversation of transition so when when these near-death experiences happen it does show us that there isn't anything to be afraid of and also that these experiences from from uh, you know being a medium and listening to the stories of as people transition it's actually loving and like you said all embracing and comforting it's and it can be scary if we're not prepared yes because in the spirit world your thoughts are your reality so um we have you know the thought of going to heaven if if you really truly believe in that heaven is a, a beautiful place to be and, and that the, you know God and, and the angels are waiting for you, then that's what you will experience. Whereas if someone goes across perhaps with fear um, that they've done something wrong or, you know, because uh, I don't particularly believe in, in hell as such. I think we put, you know, ourselves through that. Um, but certainly the judgment of what we've done. Now, judgment day in, in um, the sense of the biblical sense is more about going over our life and certainly Danny and Brinkley writes about this because he had a pretty tumultuous life like he he was in the army he said he admits himself he wasn't a very nice person back then and he felt all the pain that he'd inflicted on other people oh. um, and that for him was a lesson in understanding about other people's lives and putting himself in their shoes you know um, and so I suppose when they say, you know, be nice to everyone because that's what you're going to cop on the other end. I think that's a really good incentive <laughs> to be nice. You don't want to feel yeah. what uh, the, the pain we've inflicted and certainly not that we'd consciously do that. It does make me think about the fact that what our what we talk about and, and the whole podcast is about is really that non-self-judgment and that self-love. Mm. And if you can... Com- cultivate that in this lifetime if you're loving yourself you're going to love other people and treat them well so when it does come to when your time is up that transition can be really beautiful and and loving and not fearful well I mean we're here to learn about love really unconditional love for ourselves and for others even though they the people that hurt you are usually hurting themselves yeah you know Um, and that's a very sort of new agey spiritual thing to say but it actually is true so people who do not know love or have never known love, they do not know how to love. Uh, it's, it's a, I think it's a sad position to be in for, for most people. But when they recognise love and they recognise what it truly is, it can often come from strangers or people they don't know very well. But people who are more aware of what love is and is willing to, to give it unconditionally. Um, and, you know, just a, an act, a simple act from a stranger can quite often bring you to tears because you're thinking, my gosh, I needed that today. I so needed that today. Of course, your guides are working behind the scenes making that happen for you. Um, but when we're looking at the, the bigger picture here, this is all love. Everything is love. We need to understand who we are 
truly who we are, accept who we are, love who we are. When we pass over into spirit world, it's all love. We are surrounded by love. There's no negative emotions there. And so therefore, everything is done in a loving way. Even showing you what happened down here, it's not going to be as traumatic for you as you think, you know. Mm. It'll just simply be, this is what happened to me. That's how I made that person feel. I feel so bad about that. I want to make up for that. So this is where spirit guides come in, right? Because if you had, you know, a granddad or a dad or even a mom or grandma who maybe weren't so nice when they were here, yet on the other side they've realized, oh my goodness, I, I made them feel like that. I feel so bad about that. I want to make up for that. So they then step into the role of being a spirit guide to make up for that karma that they caused while they were here. And we've spoken about this before. Usually when you're doing a reading and then you don't want to hear from that person, they're sure to come through. <laughs> of course. Because they're like, I know how I made you feel. I'm, I'm so sorry, sorry about, about that. You know? um, and, and because you're still in this third dimensional understanding of you know, all of the negative emotions as well, you're not willing to let that happen. The forgiveness is a huge, huge part of peace. Massive. You know? And when we can actually look at it and go, well, they had a really tough childhood they had a tough life yes they had the choices of not harming others but when they pass over they actually get to see that we all do we all do yes so some of the common uh nd experiences that people talk about we were saying about the tunnel so often people do see a tunnel with a light at the end light Mm. beings or just that that light and then they start moving closer to that Mm. uh the experiences of um, the the nature often there's nature and I've I've found and we will do do a podcast about what we've heard from spirit about what their experience of, of yes. heaven is yeah uh, but definitely about there's there's often nature or singing people talk about the the archangels hearing yes. hearing singing well we we are um, vibratory souls everything is vibration so sound vibration light vibration everything about us our soul is vibration so when we're hearing that beautiful sound it's comforting it's um it matches the soul vibration that we have and so we're drawn to it we want to go near it we want to be in it because it makes us feel safe um so yeah angelic choirs as they're called they will sing you across to the other side <laughs> doesn't that sound lovely <laughs> i've actually heard them um when i've been doing readings sometimes i've heard the and it is a beautiful sound. It's like nothing you can describe. It's nothing you can really describe. You can't say it sounded like this or sounded like that. Definitely voices. I think they definitely sound like voices, but it's more of a um, celestial kind of feel with it. So it's the vibration of the voices rather than the sound itself. Mm. Um, that just makes you feel... Well, it made me cry, instant tears. And it was um, just pure love yeah that's amazing and i think meditation is a really fantastic i know we always harp on about meditation but meditation is a fantastic way to to tap into some of these experiences you don't have to have a near-death experience to actually have some of these out-of-body senses no a lot of people astral travel a lot of people can get out of their bodies uh well some people are so good at it they can just sit close their eyes and off they go you know um so yeah you don't you're not stuck in your body as such but you are connected to it until such times as you pass. So we can venture forward dreams. Yes. Sometimes in dreams you can go up to spirit world and you can have conversations with your loved ones. And it's like they're there with you in the room, you know. And I've had dreams with 
with my mum where I sit and chat with her like we used to. Um, but then I, I remember her ma- mouth moving. I remember watching her in the dream and she's talking, but I can't remember what she said. Oh, yeah, yes. I know that it's in there. I know that it's downloaded. It's <laughs> there somewhere. I think there's a lot of people say that they come out of the gym like they were giving me a message. What was the message? Yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah, that's right. It's in there. So it'll come out when it's needed, and that uh, it's not as straightforward as the communication is here on Earth. I mean, we say something to each other verbally. Of course, you're gonna immediately you're gonna get it. You're gonna understand it because you've said it verbally. It's a bit cryptic with spirit sometimes. Like you say, it's never logical. No, because where they are is not logical. They're just <laughs> seeing things from the point of view of this is your this is your issue. This is the way to 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 help to solve it. So they don't see it in a linear fashion like we do. <laughs> <laughs> so they can be a little bit naughty when it comes to giving us timing on things and stuff like that because they really don't have any time where they are. Mm, that's true. So when you've, and again, as in your work and, and over the years, when you have spoken to people that are becoming close to passing, that are, that are going through that experience, mm. what are some things you've been told? I know that uh, we were talking about seeing loved ones or having dreams. I know that yes. I've had people have told me that when they've been close. Is yeah. It, what are some things like that? So Do you know what? Hey, this is so funny you should ask this question. I hadn't told you about this. But just more recently, I was actually talking to um, one of my clients on Zoom and, um, and I said, oh, look, I really feel strongly that your, your dad's in the spirit world. And she just sort of half smiled and she said, no, he hasn't gone yet, but he's got very late stage dementia ah. and he's in and out of consciousness basically in, um, in the, you know, the care place that he's in. Um, she said, I wondered whether or not he's visiting the spirit world and then coming back and going again. And I definitely felt at that time he was, he was over there um, and he was coming through with beautiful memories of when she was a child Aww. and giving her these memories. And, and um, I think that what he was trying to say is my body is broken, but my soul is not. How amazing. Right? And she said, look, you, there's no way you would have known about those things. And he's still living, but his, his mind is, is not. And that's yeah. amazing. To, to, and speaking of yeah, dementia and, and how it is a disease of the body uh, and how that your soul is still totally okay. And it mm. is amazing because I, I, I remember when I was, you know, maybe a year or so ago, I had a similar experience. I called her and said, oh, my gosh, I brought this person through. And she said they're not past yet. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. it, and it does it does happen because they're transitioning that's what they're, they're in it's the transitioning moments. and in, in transitioning at times too people can so hang on to the experience that they had in body that in spirit world they still think they're sick or they still ah. think they have these problems because I've spoken to people before and I've said look I'm really confused and they said yeah she had Alzheimer's before she left um, so she was very confused about things and I said okay so she's still hanging on to that even though she doesn't need it anymore. So people often say to me, well, how do we get healed on the other side? I actually see, I've seen a giant hospital. Oh. It's, it's a giant hospital. It's the best way I can describe it. And inside, the transition would be that the person, how I feel it may happen, is that the person will pass over. And if they do need this, not all souls will need it, okay? But if they do need it, they can go into something familiar, Ah. like this place that would say they'd, they'd say oh, I'm here at a hospital I'm being helped 
So the angels might take the form of doctors and nurses and they would be, oh, I feel so much better. I feel like I'm healed. And then when they're ready, they can be told what this, the real story is. Yeah. <laughs> Where you really are. to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and I think it's a very gentle thing. I think they, they would do things in a gentle way. Years ago, there was a film that was made. It won an Academy Award actually for um, cinematography and one of my favourite actors Robin Williams was in it it was one of his very few serious roles that he took on it's called What Dreams May Come oh I do remember that that was a beautiful beautiful movie quite amazing and very very insightful I don't know if you can still get hold of it now I suppose you can somewhere probably YouTube or something but um, it would be worth having a look at and um, it was their it's, it's their view on things so it's not like a hundred percent but I do feel that there was a lot of truth in it right mm. and uh, certainly how it it was portrayed of his view of heaven uh, his what he perceived to be right so in the next podcast when we're talking about what spirits say their heavens are it's going to be very interesting to see how everybody had a different story Yes. Yeah, not all the stories are the same. And that's the same with these near-death experiences. So your transition, I, I, I do, I feel genuinely that we do have a say in that. So mm. that we do have in this lifetime, if you really want angels to be there, if you really want Jesus to be there, if you, whoever's going to give you the most comfort. I know uh, my mother, she's still here, but she always talks about wanting to see her mum and dad as soon as she crosses and so they and will that's be what there. she will see yeah, yeah. and the, and it's sooner or later you know you'll see the people that you love even your pets yes even your pets people have yes i said they're they're with them we've both spoken to pets over on the other side i had a lady just last week or week before we're doing a you know a evening with spirit and um and i said oh we we're talking to her daughter actually and i said oh the black dog that looks like a labrador and she went oh my god he just passed today so he had passed on the same day and he was laying across her daughter's lap in spirit world oh my gosh that's amazing yeah that that day day. i had um i had somebody she'd passed of cancer and i said oh she's the lady's talking about the little dog too the dog must look like toto but there's two and she she nearly fell off her chair she said yeah she's got two dogs they look like toto but they the dogs hadn't passed but she was mentioning them yes obviously she was still thinking about them after she crossed yeah yeah was very sweet well you know animals are like family members aren't they they are mm. they're beautiful oh gosh there's so much when it comes to these <laughs> different experiences are there any others that you've heard of other than the tunnel or the music or the the seeing of the people that it, that mean the most i think you know greatly depends on age oh that's you interesting know, age and 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 of course what you've grown up with what your religious beliefs are and and that type of thing a lot of a lot of the people that were atheists that have had near-death experiences and come back and said well you know it was probably my brain oh yeah yeah <laughs> brains are alive for four minutes after oxygen they, they did blah, say blah, blah, blah. that yeah. they've done a study recently where they know that the brain does stay alive but they're yeah. trying to say it is the brain that has that that gives you a flashback on all of your life because obviously science is catching up to some of the stuff we already know that happens uh, but it's not even in the same way they're trying to put a science to something that's not really i mean well, interestingly science has proven that the body is i think eight ounces um lighter after someone passes so they think the soul might <laughs> <Your> soul <laughs> weighs eight, eight ounces i'd like my body to weigh less 
But anyway, the, um, the, the whole thing about it is your belief systems and what, what you're going across with. But I can, I can almost guarantee that if you are a non-believer, then you'll come back a believer. Yes, <laughs> if you do, if you do indeed come back. But this is um, coming from many souls that have actually gone across and said that they didn't believe in anything. But there they are. They're talking. They're talking to me, and they're talking to their loved ones and saying, "You know, I was wrong." And coming back with <laughs> gifts. Or I've, and I heard another one where they came back speaking another language. Yes, that's really curious. Yeah. Well, like maybe they tap into another lifetime, or you know, because mm. that that's a really interesting thing. How it can activate different parts of our, our consciousness. Um, and because a lot of people that come back have come back with, with the psychic abilities, the different parts of your consciousness can also tap into other areas of you, as in your higher self, your past lives, your knowledge from those lifetimes. Amazing. Including other languages, yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. Mm. I hope you enjoyed our podcast today on near-death experience and the transition that you may have and and getting to choose, getting that that opportunity. If you start thinking about it now and start freeing up from that fear of death. Just know that all is love and if that's what you are concentrating on, that's what you're going to get. And I I truly believe that uh, the other side is just wonderful and it's waiting for us with open arms. Thanks for listening to The Divine Style with Jalinda Stella and Alison Maiden. You can ask questions or find out more at jalinda.com.au or alisonmaiden.com.